I want to talk a little bit more about being off the lead. And I can imagine that a good, a good part of season five is going to be about that. And I don't mind the whole thing being about that. I don't, I've, I've stopped myself from talking about it before because I didn't want to fucking go on and on and on, on about it. But again, that was me listening to this side of me that says, don't do this, don't do that, make sure you do this, make sure you do that, tick the boxes, Frano. Tick the right boxes, Frano. Don't be ticking those bad ones. But there's something about that being me being guided by an external source. Like what I spoke about in the previous episode, this external locus of evaluation. I have to stop doing that to myself. I've stopped doing it with other people. It's funny that, though, isn't it? Because you can have an internal external locus of evaluation because I've plenty of me I don't have to listen to anybody else if I never saw another human being for the rest of my life okay and I continued doing what I'm doing and I knew that I'd never see anybody else and I knew that nobody would ever listen even then there would be part of me that would be stopping myself from doing certain things that I wanted to do because of that external internal loki of evaluation Sorry, I've got that wrong. That would be because of the internal, external locus of evaluation. And that's something that I'm literally only after discovering right there. Fucking, you're listening to this live. <laughs> just, that, that, just that idea. And that idea, I don't think, would have. maybe it would have come to me. Maybe it, it wouldn't have. But it came to me there in that moment by talking out loud. And I've been promoting the idea of people doing their own podcasts from day dot. And I'm going to continue to do so. Because I think when you start talking like this, when you start ablibbing, ab you'd be fucking surprised what you come out with. Like, here's one for you. If you were to say, okay, I'm going to record five minutes of me talking every day for the month of April, okay? If you were to say, right, I'm going to do that, you're going to immediately have an idea of the type of things that you're going to say and talk about. You might you mightn't have it mapped out. You mightn't have it clear in your mind. If somebody asks you what are you going to talk about, you may very well go, "Oh, Jesus, I don't know." But that's just the vocal part of you. It doesn't have it doesn't have it to hand. If you committed to doing it, if you committed to doing it without knowing what you were going to do, a deeper part of you would know there thereabouts what you were going to talk about. Put it a different way to look at it from a different perspective. You know what you're not going to talk about. So if you're going to talk for five minutes, ab-libbing and record it, forget about uploading, just recording it, for the month of April, you're probably not going to talk about being a ballerina, if you're not a ballerina. Or if you don't have any knowledge or interest in the dynamics of the space-time continuum, you're not going to mention a whole part of that either. But maybe you've played football, maybe, you are in, maybe you're employed, so you're going to talk about your job. Like, you can narrow down what you think you might think of. But I would argue, no matter how much thought you put into what you're going to say, you're never really going to know or have a fucking clue or, or be able to verify any of this in the first place until you do it and you look back over it retrospectively. And I think a lot of people would surprise themselves. I think a lot of people would go, fucking hell, I didn't realise I'd give out so much about foreigners in the month. Or I didn't realise I'd give out about my job so much in the month, or, or whatever it is. Because we don't know ourselves very well, and that'd be fine if corporations didn't know, us, didn't know us better than we know ourselves. And that's, 
that's a major part of what's wrong with society, I think. We're being played to a large degree by people who know certain things that we don't. And again, that's another arm of the off the lead thing. It has been from the start. It's to invite people into different loops and to try and maybe do a bit of an expose on, on just on life in general, life that you don't have a fucking window into. Because in a lot of cases, there are loops that you're not in that are incredibly relevant to the type of life that you have and the type of life that you're going to have. Pick politics would be a perfect example. You mightn't have a window into political life. You mightn't know anything. You mightn't have a single square foot patch of solid ground to stand in in relation to governance or the running of a society. You mightn't have anything. And if you've, if you've no firm ground, if you don't have one fundamental presupposition, one axiom, one piece of philosophical bedrock, if you don't have that in terms of politics generally, how are you going to know who to fucking vote for? And that's the basis of democracy. The people who are voting knowing what the fuck they're talking about. Like, democracy doesn't work if nobody, if nobody knows anything about it. or If nobody knows anything about how politics runs and how elections take place and how who gets elected to where inevitably ends up somewhere else. If people have absolutely no understanding of that, which I would argue most people don't, myself included... Like, I don't know how many of the cabinet ministers, say, in the Irish government who were town councillors. I don't know how many of them have been in whichever party they're in since they were nine. And I have an interest in this stuff. And most people, in my experience, don't. So if somebody who has an interest in it knows nothing about it, practically speaking, then what the fuck hope do people who aren't interested in it? And if the majority of people aren't interested in it, the majority of people don't have that little bit of philosophical bedrock, they don't have any work, they don't, they're not standing on firm ground, and, you know, they're, they're trying to hit a moving target, having not practised. And is it any wonder we have the fucking clusterfuck of a society that we have? Now, don't get me wrong, it's not all bad, not by a fucking long shot, but it's unacceptably bad, and in desperate need of, of immediate fucking change. And that's where the whole off the lead thing comes back into it again. Because as far as I'm concerned, the answer to poverty, the answer to unemployment, the answer to corruption, the answer to all the negative sides of capitalism, the answer to racism, the answer to fucking everything practically, is having an informed citizenry. Is that the word citizenry? Populous? People need to raise their own educa- educational standards. And I don't mean go and do a fucking course somewhere and get a piece of paper that fucking makes some claim about your understanding of something. I'm talking about just a general raise in interest of how the world works around them. Because I think for the most part, if people realised the downsides of supporting a corporation like McDonald's, I think less people would. And the less people support it, the fewer new McDonald's you're going to have. And if people were to understand the downside of corporate America coming in and stealing all of our fucking industries, we'd be that little bit more inclined to spend our money 
in the shop that was owned by the lad down the road. And you raise the bar incrementally over time. And that's not a cop-out. I think the, the way to change the status quo, which is essentially what I'm all about, is to, as a very first step, make people fucking aware of what the status quo is. And put it into terms that they can understand. Fucking do what you can to give them the square foot of firm ground so that they can fucking have a look around them. And that's one for me to fucking, to have a little think about. What can I offer people? What can I show people in relation to, it's hard to think of a fucking instance off my head, but somebody who buys newspapers, say. If I can show that person that the newspaper that they buy most often is owned by Rupert Murdoch, and I can explain to them how it's well known Rupert Murdoch operates. He has a he has an ideology. He would very he would very much be a status quo merchant. Okay? He doesn't want anything to change. He wants everything to stay exactly the way it is because he's fucking scamming the system so well he fucking can't believe it. And if I can get across to the person who reads this particular publication, that a lot of his views are only his views because of what Rupert Murdoch thinks, that might be a, an example of how you can reach that particular person. And I think there's an equivalent example for every single last man, woman and child. And it's not, there's not just one, there's fucking thousands of them. And when you put them together, you, you've, you've more firm ground and you can actually, instead of just instead of it being an alternative to threading water all the time, it becomes more of an island that you can kind of walk around on and maybe lie down and relax and maybe in time build yourself a little shelter. And all these, like the, the size of the island, what structures you can put in place on that island to keep you warm and sheltered and fed and all the rest of it, that's, that's essentially our worldview. And the better we can make our worldview, the safer we can make it from the inevitable waves and the inevitable hurricane that just kind of knocks us on our fucking ass, the better, the better we'll be, generally. The better we'll be able to sustain the shit that life throws at us. Because life is going to throw you some shit. And you're going to be levelled half a dozen times in your life. With everything from breaking up with your first girlfriend and feeling heartache for the first time. Or ending up divorcing your fucking husband or wife. Or losing your job. Or hitting your missus in a moment of rage. Or something equally fucking insane and terrible. We find ourselves in mad crazy scenarios. And there's an element of, of fate that determines the outcome of that particular scenario. But what got you there in the first place, yes, there's a bit of fucking fate and a bit of randomness thrown in there. But for the most part, you are where you are because of your previous actions. For the most part, some people just get shit on. Some people are born into fucking poverty and criminality 
and all sorts of other fucking horriblenesses. So I don't mean to say, oh, if you can just think positively enough, you can have the best positive fucking life in the world. Yeah, not if you've been raped by your uncle when you were five. And that's happened plenty of people and worse things and less worse things have happened people. We're all fucking broken and damaged individuals. I think that might be where original sin comes from and that's the, that's the Christian kind of angle on it. That we're all in some way damaged goods in a sense. I don't know enough about comparative mythology but I would imagine there's some element of the human being or the human spirit or the, the person, maybe not the spirit, but the, the manifestation of a human on this planet. I would imagine that cross-culturally there's always been, or there always is, some element of, an ex- of explaining away the fact that we are so inherently, I don't know what the right word is, not damaged, not sinful, they're all, I don't know, not perfect. <laughs> And to, to try and somehow summarise some of that. Before we have... We, we can't do anything for ourselves or others before we have an understanding of ourselves. And the better that we can understand ourselves and our, our shortcomings and our abilities, just the, the, whole, the whole human experience, not until we can get a solid understanding of ourselves can we appreciate somebody else's circumstances, really? Like, if, if, you don't, if you don't know yourself relatively well, you have very little chance of ever knowing anybody else well. And again, it's, it's, that, it's that fucking terra firma. It's that firm ground. It's that philosophical fucking bedrock. It's, it's that thing to stand on. You, in order to understand anybody else, you need to understand yourself. Understanding yourself is the foothold you need before you can try and understand anybody else because again in keeping with that keeping your head above water analogy if you don't know yourself and you try and understand other people either individuals like your mate Paul or your one Mary or Chinese people or black people or Americans or Brits or lads from Cavan or girls from Cork or whatever the fuck it is in order to understand any one or any group of people you have to first of all first and foremost understand yourself because if you don't have something to stand on, you're treading water and your head is bobbing up and down and you're, you're making judgments of what's going on around you on either different islands or different individuals who are also treading water. And you, you can't see clearly. You're, you don't have a perspective. Or you do, you have to have a perspective, but you've got a terrible perspective. But if you can just understand yourself, that'll just give you a foot square island to stand on. And from there, the more you learn about yourself, you know, you don't have to have your feet fucking side by side. You can put them a shoulder width and, and relax a little. And then the more and more you learn about yourself and that you understand about yourself fundamentally and just in general, you build a little bit of an island that you can walk around on. And from there, you can at least start to observe other people and try and try and understand them. Because you've got some sort of solid ground to stand on. You've got some sort of a basis for what it is that you're trying to think about. And on that note, I'll chat you soon.